0: Good morning, welcome to the Cone Phone. I'm Grant Cone, this is the Cone Phone. I'll be here for about the next hour taking your calls. If you want to call in, click the link in the description of the video or it's in the chat box as well. Uh, Before, I'm going to wait a few minutes as people call in uh, and as we wait I want to talk about J.T. O'Sullivan's new interview because it's not really an interview, it's his new video where he interviews Kyle Shanahan, it's phenomenal. You got to watch it. Bruce Walter Bruce Stiles, thank you. Hadiz Muhammad, you're first up, so I'll let you get ready. But I, I, I want to talk about this video first, JTO Sullivan on Kyle Shanahan. It seems like all of a sudden Kyle Shanahan's stock is a little down. I mean, that was one person you could not criticize if you wanted to be, like, taken seriously in the media. Like, the only person who, like, really criticizes Kyle and sometimes even ridicules him with, in a snarky way is me. Until now, JTO Sullivan, a 30-minute video on his YouTube channel, The Quarterback School, Film Room, I forget, quarterback film room. He actually pretends to interview Kyle Shanahan, dresses up as Kyle Shanahan. He's sitting, I don't know, he has some very high-tech CGI, but he's sitting across from himself, interviewing himself, wearing Kyle Shanahan style, and he's really being snarky and kind of dismissive of Kyle Shanahan and what he does. Uh, He goes through all four of the quarterback injuries from this past season and just shows how there are design flaws in the Niners' offense on each one. Really interesting. And then at the end of the video, he gives his ultimate conclusion on what's missing from the 49ers offense schematically. It's phenomenal. So I'm going to give a a little spark notes version real quick because I just watched it and it's on my mind. So first, uh, Trey Lance's injury. He just shows it's a total, it's a really poorly executed play. First of all, Mike McGlinchey gets beat across his face by a defensive lineman who blows up the play. Everything from there gets messed up. Aaron Banks is pulling. He gets knocked off track. Uh, That slows down Trent Williams. And ultimately, Trey Lance gets injured by a player who was completely unblocked and was supposed to be blocked by Trent Williams. So the two offensive tackles on that play really didn't execute well. Mike McGlinchey at the beginning, Trent Williams at the end. And JT O'Sullivan's ultimate takeaway was if the Niners had just double teamed that D-tackle who beat McGlinchey off uh, off the rip with Spencer Burford and McGlinchey, Burford had no one across from him. The initial uh, chaos wouldn't have happened. The initial penetration. I think it's a really good analysis. Good job, JT, on that one. Then, on Jimmy Garoppolo's, he points out that it's a third down, and you got five guys in the pattern. It's an all—it's a zero blitz. No one in the middle of the field. There's no one attacking that, and you got two guys in the backfield: Debo and McCaffrey. They're both running choice routes. McCaffrey is a seasoned, experienced running back. He sees the blitz. He runs a quick, hot route. A quick flat route to the outside Debo doesn't and he's saying either like Debo doesn't know what he's doing or Debo wasn't coached properly or why are you asking a wide receiver to make that running back adjustment on third down anyway so Debo's mistake if, if you remember Jimmy's looking to his left he gets hit by a guy unblocked off his left it's supposed to be a hot route there there isn't one it's supposed to be Debo that's what you get I guess playing wide receivers at running back I mean, it's it, it's cool playing Debo at running back when you hand him the ball, but he's not a running back, so he doesn't really know how to... I don't know. I guess he's not coached to do that stuff, not coached that well as a wide receiver. As a running back, excuse me. So that's that. Then the Brock Purdy one, uh, he, he again shows Debo. Debo's supposed to kind of make Hassan Reddick slow down. He's running a ghost motion get end around without getting the ball and he jogs it the whole way through he's basically does nothing on the play he has no impact you know and, and what and what JTO Sullivan says hey if you're gonna have the guy jog through the ghost motion why don't you have him come around and block Hassan Reddick as opposed to doing nothing which I think is another really astute observation and then finally on the Josh Johnson injury if you he go, he looks back and he's like look I mean all credit that you got Kittle and check uh chipping on the outside but this is a seven-step drop from under center like it's 2004. That was the best line of the whole video. I laughed at that one. And I really do feel like Kyle Shanahan's offense is stuck in 2004, at least the past. Well, yeah, the whole offense is stuck in 2004. So JTO Sullivan's final analysis is like, look, you're so committed to the run game and the play-action game. You have every concept imaginable in the run game, every concept imaginable in the play-action game. But when it comes to the drop-back passing game, it's extremely limited it's not that good. It's sparse. It's not the emphasis of the offense. And I don't, I don't think Kyle would even disagree with that. The Niners' attitude is they don't need to focus on the drop-back passing game because they don't do it very much because they're always winning. They run the ball. They do play action. They don't even practice two-minute drills. Remember Kurt Bankert said that? He was on the team for a little while, and then he was doing a Twitch stream. They don't practice two-minute drills. Drop-back passing is not an emphasis. And they think they can win a Super Bowl that way. The thing is you can win – an NFC West division title running the ball and and play, doing play action playing good defense and leading leading games most of the time but we see it eventually in the fourth quarter of the NFC championship game or the Super Bowl then you got to pass and the Niners just aren't built from the the offensive line to the protection schemes to the to the uh route concepts the the patterns to uh the play caller this is not built to drop back pass and that's why they always flop when it's time to do it you can't win a super bowl in 2023 working around the drop back passing game it's a passing league it's not a running league running i mean running is important it matters but it's the least important thing you got to be balanced they got to respect it you want them to be on their heels but it's not the engine of your offense anymore but kyle is stuck in 2004 so very illuminating all of a sudden people are starting to say what I've been saying for a long time about Kyle Shanahan, and I think the fact that he's in year seven and has no actual plan or answer at quarterback is sort of opening up these criticisms. It's interesting. I'd love to know what you think of Kyle and where the Niners are going right now. Uh, let's let's uh, get to some calls. If you want to be on the show, you got to have your uh, camera on because I can't bring you on the show and then have you turn your camera on mid, midway through the session. I don't know where you are, what you're doing, what you're wearing. I don't trust you. I don't know you at all. So I'm going straight to Fly Guy Ash. What's Whoa, up, man?
1: man? What's going on, Grant?
0: What's up, man? What's up?
1: What's going on, sir? Son? son of my, oh, my bad. Oh, I yeah. really don't know where to start. Uh I've been on the phone. I've been on the show before, but uh I don't really know where to start. Uh we're making some good moves this offseason, but uh I'ma just jump straight in to uh, really what's been, what I think like let me just talk real quick. Kyle Shanahan number one. Okay.
0: So you got to get that son out of the out of the frame, though, man. It's killing me. My bad, my bad, my bad. My bad. I, I I don't want to interrupt you, but there you go, there you go, there you go, there you go, there you go,
1: My thing about Kyle Shanahan, right? So we did all that, we did all the movement to get Trey, and then he just throws Trey under the bus. Trey doesn't exist, right? And it's like I understand the NFL is a business and everything, but like you're a coach. What the f- like the the, the Niners? I, like I'm a diehard fan, and like it 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 irks my blood, just the fact that as a as a fan and as a head coach, the head coach does never take no fucking accountability. He sits here, oh yeah, uh, yo, oh oh oh, uh, Trey Lance uh, is Lamar Jackson. He's my... it's just it, it's a fucking shit show, and I'm just very pissed off lately. I've been very really pissed off lately, Kyle Shanahan's. Lack of accountability. John Lynch's lack of accountability. The whole 49ers organization is a lack of accountability.
0: Real quick, hold on. I'm with you. Let's stay there. Um, the way I look at it with, with, with Trey, like, they're burying him, but he didn't do anything wrong. He just got injured, and their, and their plans changed. Shouldn't they at least show some remorse, be like, you know what? It's terrible. It's so—they should they should express remorse and responsibility, but they won't even do that, which makes you feel like they act like they're a player friendly organization. But are they really? I mean, Kyle's friends with some of the players on the team, but a lot of the players it seems like he treats like Madden players. Oh, you got hurt? Hey, man, that's the game. Sorry.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I don't I don't like that. Like that is that's a fucked up mentality to have as a head coach. Like honestly, that's a fucked up mentality to have as a head coach. That's that. Uh What's what's the next thing I want to talk about? The next thing I want to talk about, uh Purdy. Uh I love Purdy. I hopped on the show before Purdy uh I think it was his first start.
0: Uh oh. He got a call. You got me? Yeah, you got a phone call, didn't you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll get a phone call. Yeah, it happens. Bad, uh, hey, put your Purdy. stuff on airplane
0: mode when you call or whatever. Never mind. No, it's all it's all good. Go. I got it on yeah. I just uh, there. Anyway, you go. No, Purdy
1: came in. Purdy came in. Purdy is a great player. I love Purdy. Uh but I honestly just feel like trey has never had a fair chance and like as bad as i want trey to be on our team like at this point he's going into year three like
0: that fair chance isn't coming exactly. so let him go I, hey exactly. maybe they, see, exactly. the way i look at it, larry kruger on my channel he has his own channel also he's, he's saying hey, no, he, he about thinks you, he's about you, yeah he says he thinks they're going to trade uh lance on on draft night and i could see it but I could see it if Purdy hadn't gotten injured. The fact that Purdy's injured and they really don't know exactly when he's coming back makes me feel like they have to keep Lance until they Purdy returns. And if Purdy returns week four and Lance is 3-0, and then Lance isn't getting benched. So I still think this isn't over. Hey, man, you got to tell that person to stop calling you, man. But, yo, I got to take some more calls. So why don't you Let's wrap it up? It.
1: It's all good. It's all it's all good. I'm gonna be back on next time, and I'm gonna have my
0: I'm gonna have it on. Do not disturb. But uh, <laughs> all hey, right, man. You appreciate you, man. All man. right, later. Peace. Um, Hadiz Hadiz Muhammad, you ready? What's up? <laughs>
2: How's it going, Grant? Good. How you doing? Not bad. Uh the last cone phone my audio was muffled. Is it? Is it bad? You sound perfect
0: right now. You sound good. You sound good. Okay.
2: Well, yeah. I know a lot of people want to talk about the quarterback situation, and I, I'm completely fine with that.
0: I'm down <laughs> to talk about something else, man. Let's do it.
2: All right. I want to talk about the running back room because I feel that there's a little hindrance at that position right now. The Niners recently met up with a running back in LSU. Why? I don't know. They have three third-round picks this draft.
0: They drafted (laughs) a running back from LSU last year. Literally last year. It's going to be... That's my question. Do you think the
2: Niners are going to pick another third-round running back that they're probably not going to use?
0: I don't... I... Don't think so. I saw it coming last year. I feel like I saw it coming. And I, I remember being in the in the draft room and I asked Matt Mayoko, hey, Matt, do you think they're going to draft a running back in round three? And he goes, no. I was like, are you so sure? But yeah. So I, 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 I had a feeling last year because I think in that negotiation with Debo, they were trying to say like, look, well, first of all, I think they were trying to prepare for life without Debo. So I yeah. think running back wide receiver back to back was, hey, if Debo doesn't ever come back, we'll have someone who can, you know, sort of. Do what he does as a running back and sort of do what he does as a wide receiver. I think and that it, was the thought.
2: It was really odd. Debo was a little chunky at that time and then he had to rotate into training camp like, Hey guys, like what's up? Like all that yeah. contract negotiations and that's that's over now. And I thought he yeah. had a rough training crap uh training camp because the constant issue in training camp was they couldn't catch anything. The drops was a huge problem. But now I wanna emphasize this. The Niners' running back room right now, in in my opinion, is the most talented in the league. You have three starters, in my opinion. Hmm. I know Christian McCaffrey is definitely one, but I want to. My talk only about question
0: him. with is Mitchell. Like Mitchell needs to show that he can stay healthy because at he's no point in his career, healthy, yeah. at no point in his career has he been able to stay healthy. But he's so good. When he averaged like six yards a carry last year. Yeah, he's but so there, good.
2: There's a guy behind him now who's starting to play a dominant role. Jordan Mason is on his come up. Yeah. Do you think he can take that second running back role from
0: him? I mean, he, the way I look at it is it's going to happen inevitably because yeah. Mitchell's going to give him the opportunity. I mean, I hate to d- predict injuries. I'm just talking like probability here. It seems yeah. like we, fig- we we know what the pecking order will be to start the season, but eventually yeah. Jordan Mason's going to probably get that job. And it's like they held him back last year because he was just a rookie. They, were, they never really explained what the reason was, just like they, they never explained why I, they didn't give one. But now he's in his second season with the team. I mean, I'm thinking he, he's going to be more of a factor this year. He earned it.
2: Right. Well, we have to hope that or as a fan base, we have to hope that CMC has another healthy year. This is last year was one of the lucky years for him.
0: We need to talk about that right there because I think this is the key to the season. When they got Christian McCaffrey, their offense took off. All of a sudden, Jimmy Garoppolo played the best football of his life. And the Niners used him liberally. Like They gave him a ton of touches. I think against Seattle. In in Seattle, it might give him 34, 35 touches. I think with catches, I think he got more than 30 touches in one of those games. Anyway. It was a lot, and I feel like they're flirting with disaster, and he was kind of limping around the field at certain points. He soldiered it out. He had a great year. But 20 more games of that, I mean, they need to dial it back in the regular season so that he str- makes it through the whole year and is strong at the end. That's the key to the year.
2: What I really hope they did was incorporate a three-running-back role, starting Jeez. with Christian McCaffrey, Debo, and then a Mitchell. Every
0: team uses them. a rotation. Every yeah. team uses a rotation. It's like it's it makes every running back better. They're more fresh. They They, they – Th- right, they get fewer injuries. Like, why would you not do it? Especially if you have three good running backs,
2: come on. I'm, I want to hold you right there,
0: real quick. Because, didn't it, didn't it feel like Kyle was just trying to justify his trade for Christian McCaffrey? Like, man, I got to give him as all. many yards and touches and touchdowns. Yeah. So people like, dude, you won the trade, man. You won the trade. The only way yeah. you lose the trade now is if he gets injured. So chill.
2: Well, I want to talk about the league contenders and how they use the running backs. I'm going to use yeah. the chiefs. For example, they used Clyde Edwards, Alaire, you know, for the start of the season. He's the third running back now. It's Isaiah Pachenko, who runs like a dog. And so you got Derek McKinnon in the receiving yep. back. Yep. Then we look at the Eagles. They got they start with Miles Sanders. Then they go to Boston Scott. Then they just they rotate their backs so they're yes. all fresh and fresh. they're
3: all healthy. The Niners
2: stick with Chris, Christian McCaffrey until he's tired, then they throw yep. in another running back. That's right. What I that really is hope is they don't get their running back injured by doing this, because they gotta start they gotta start going with the league. They gotta start using multiple running backs.
0: But yeah, and I'm I'm looking at Isaiah Pacheco. Like, how many times last year did he run the ball more than fifteen times? No, Uh, twice, twice, twice. Twice.
2: Probably in the Super Bowl, he got a lot of. Nah, he
0: ran fifteen times in the Super Bowl. He ran twenty-two times against the Rams, week twelve, and sixteen times against the Jaguars, week ten. That's it. They do not overuse him, and the way he runs, he runs so freaking hard. I don't know if he could do that for twenty-two carries, but for fifteen.
2: That's it's doable in fifteen carries because they're not giving him the load. They're not like, hey, on, on first and ten, you're getting that thing. Yeah. And, and that's really why like, you
0: don't draft a running back in round one or really early in the draft because you you do that because you say, Oh, he's gonna be our bell cow. Who needs a bell cow? You don't I'd rather a have cow. a guy you don't need a bell cow. I'd rather have a guy with fresh with 15 carries and like soldiering around like trying to do twenty four. No, no one does that. You're gonna and get the, hurt. And it also doesn't
2: help. That you use no. your quarterback as a running back, running him down the middle of the field, because that is god awful. I don't know why you do no. that. And <laughs> <laughs> the Niners, the Niners, Kyle Shanahan tried justifying it by saying, hey, "Do you guys watch the Bills? Do you guys see what Josh Allen does? They don't run him between the tackles. They run him on sweeps around. Yeah, like, they do. Blockers.
0: They do with, with, lead, blockers, with lead, lead blockers, freaking lead blockers
2: too. Yeah, not like he's getting like kind of pushed yeah. back.
0: Yeah. And it's Yeah, awful. anyway, no." Anyway, (laughs) the running back position really is the key, though, because Kyle Shanahan devalues the quarterback position more than any coach in the league. He's all about the running back position. And really, the reason that his dad won Super Bowls is because of Terrell Davis and the fact that they found him. So good call, man.
2: All right. Thanks for taking my
0: call, Grant. Thank you, man. Sure. Later. Tommy Huxley says Colton McKivitt's big Mike McBust. Possible. Possible. I actually think that's within the realm of possibilities. Um, all right, who is next, Phoenix? Man, I haven't seen you in a while. What's up?
4: Yeah, not, not how you uh, doing, man? Just um, just rehearsing, but uh, I've um, yeah, It's it's been a while. It's great to see you and speak to you again, man. Great to talk uh, to
0: you too, man. Is that a UCLA sweatshirt?
4: But uh, I, I honestly think. I was contemplating it, but I don't. Uh, I I don't. Uh, it didn't have my ma- the major that I wanted, so I okay. I, was, I had to switch to. Like, you know, consider either Berkeley School of Music or the rival school USC, since they had it as a major. Oh, okay. Um, okay. All right. What's on your mind? But, uh, but uh, what's on my mind is that I I um I honestly think that. Uh, this is very controversial here and, and I just uh think um I know this is a hot topic here but it's uh I honestly think that this this uh tr- everything has been mishandled the trey lance thing has been mishandled the uh the the Brock Purdy uh thing has been mishandled as, as well in my in my opinion and um I do I do understand that people want uh Brock Purdy uh, back right now. But the thing is, is that I honestly think um, it, Kyle, you know, this is the, the, the chance uh, for Trey Lance to shine. This is a, you know, a it, it, and to me, I just think that um, this is going to be really hard to say, but uh, I think it, it, I'm going to say this Kyle Shanahan, when it comes to quarterbacks, is incompetent he's an incompetent pos because i mean you got, because i mean like the thing is that he never cuz it, it he reminds me uh not not he reminds me i i remember one of the, the things that they did uh with your dad who i love give him a big hug hug and kiss for him uh, for for me when um when you see him but um he, he cuz i i remember how he said we don't worry about mechanics. We just worry about the, the where the ball is. To me, that that is a that is a red flag right there. If and second of all, he's not doing anything to even uh even when he gets the finished product, not even Trey Lance. Let's talk about let's talk about the elephant in the room here. That offensive line, what is he doing to help the blind side? Yuka and and help protect his quarterbacks it's like i i i absolutely agree that um that he has all the weapons but he's not giving anybody time to, to utilize those weapons it's like a, it's like it's like okay um i'm this offensive genius yet i'm not gonna give my my quarterback who regardless of who it is um uh, any form of protection i'm gonna just like get what we need is just uh, the, the left line side. Okay, Pro- Brock Purdy gets smashed from, from his front, and, oh, you know, that's just football. Really? When was the last time you saw somebody go through four quarterbacks in one season? Is that seriously just football? No, that's that's carelessness. Kyle, Kyle Shanahan is careless. He doesn't care about the organization i understand that how he wants he's a formulaic um person but do you know what you need to have the proper pieces and then this formula this magic formula will come to fruition but you need but it all comes to the basics i mean like right right yoga even when in any form of art because they have to understand that coaching is an art it absolutely is and and in order to not botch shit, part of my land, you need to go back to the basics, and and he's not good with that. He's good with the flashy sprinkles, but he's but he's not good the. You know, I'm with The you. fundamentals with you. of football. I'm with you. He can't coach he's that stuff. He can't coach. Board, he can't coach footwork.
0: Yeah, not, yeah. Phoenix, that was an epic rant. I gotta keep. I gotta keep it moving today. But thank you so much.
4: All right. Good stuff, man. But, uh, All right. See you. Yeah. All right. All right
0: take it. Good job. That was a great call. Manny Fresh says, Trey doesn't have a chance. Cabo crew in the way. Um, Yeah, but Brock's on hold, and Sam Darnold is the only guy in the way, and Sam Darnold's over there learning the, the offense. Let's see what T. Bizzle for shizzle
3: has to say on the subject. T. Bizzle, good to see you. Good to see you as well, brother. For uh, shizzle. What was what subject were you referring to? Because we've been talking Trey Lance a little bit. The title of the, the show, the 49ers. 49ers. Do we so life in general? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Well, I'm going to avoid that one for now. Uh, <laughs> All right. Fair enough. You asked Jed York, did he regret investing so much into drafting uh, Trey Lance? Good question. <laughs> Great question. And did you hear his answer? Do you remember what did
0: it was? He, did he give an answer?
3: He, he said, you know what, I was talking to, what's the coach of the Raiders' name? Josh McDaniels. Um, he said, I was talking to Josh McDaniels, and he was laughing because he missed on Brock Purdy. Right. And he starts talking about missing on draft picks. He's like, but we got Brock mm-hmm. Purdy. But, you know, yeah. if, if you would have known that Tom Brady was Tom Brady, you wouldn't have picked him sixth round. And he right. starts going off on all these people that people missed on. Mm-hmm. And that was, his, that was his answer to your question about, does he regret investing so much into drafting Trey? He started talking about missing on draft picks and how you don't right. always get them right. And if you knew somebody true. was somebody, you wouldn't have picked him there. But, hey, we got yep. Brock. That yep. was his answer to whether he – so what is he telling you?
0: We got it wrong with Trey. Yeah. <laughs>
5: That's what, and he's what
0: he's saying. is, what he's saying is Brock is so amazing. You could argue that we could have – you know, if we had traded up for Brock Purdy, no one would be mad, right? So why don't you just pretend like we traded up for Brock Purdy?
3: Yeah, don't worry about us missing on Trey. We got Brock. Everyone missed on him. Right.
0: Even though Brock, his arm is in like a, a bionic. He's like, remember Jax from Mortal Kombat with like the steel arms? That's Brock Purdy now. Never mind.
3: Well, well, well I, I I, don't get that reference. Sorry, Grant. You didn't play Mortal Kombat as a kid? Like how old are you, man? I'm 33.
0: You should not play no, Mortal Kombat as a kid. What were you doing?
3: I didn't. I played Grand, Grand Theft Auto. <sighs> okay.
0: You didn't play Super Nintendo?
3: No, dude. I played Grand Theft Auto. I watched. NFL yeah, I mean, League I
0: played Grand Theft Auto, Auto in middle school too. We all played Grand Theft Auto. It was a great game. It was a phenomenal game. But I mean, what did you just <laughs> ex- did you discover? Video games in seventh grade? What are you I talking played, about? I played NFL Blitz. Okay, fair enough. But that's that, that's <laughs> like you're younger than me, though. You're two years younger than me. It's all right. Sorry. Right. Yeah, one of your last calls had you. a
3: UCLA sweatshirt, and you were interested in it. Why were you interested in that UCLA shirt? Because I went to UCLA, and it's a beautiful sweatshirt. You did. When did you graduate? Yes. Oh, 10 2010 Oh okay my uh my girl she went there but she started in 14. Oh
0: okay. Yeah, I always play so that we game. Just saw I, that's cool. What? What game? Like do you know so and so that went to UCLA at the same game. time as you? No, it's a huge school. Absolutely not.
3: Oh no, I won't. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> it's super big. Yeah. Uh, no. But we went to uh we got to go to the um uh, March Madness one of the first game over there in Sacramento.
0: Oh, nice. And we won until we lost. All right, man. Go have a good day. Yeah. Peace.
3: Oh, hold hold on. You cut me out. What else you got? What else you got? We're talking about March Madness right now. One of your your callers the other day (laughs) or one of the people you had on your channel was like, only only Kruger saw that Purdy was going to be good. But you yourself during preseason this past year had to shut down a lot of your listeners. You're saying like, no, no, it's not going to be Purdy next year. He's not going to be the starter because a lot of us in preseason saw Purdy balling out. And we were like, that kid's a baller. Let's see him play. And you you had to go on your channel and say no. He And it was just like a little flippant comment. But it's not true that Kruger was the only one. Purdy's Did had it, it since the beginning. I saw, yes, I saw it yeah yeah
0: well we'll shout out to t bizzle for shizzle i want to give you your props all right next time anyone says it was just larry i'll be like yeah yeah larry and t bizzle for shizzle up in sack peace man yes sir all
3: right
0: (laughs) he was like don't cut me off i saw pretty like yeah okay for sure joey Mellon says looking fresh on a saturday grant keep up the qc thank you gotta stay fresh gotta try to stay fly if you can at the same time. All right, Papa Dragon, you're up next. Tommy Huxley, got you. Oh, I must have missed the other one. My bad. Sorry about that. Um, Manny Fresh, Cabo Crew. Oh, man. Melody Moonfire, that's a phenomenal name. Thank you very much. Grant getting smacked. What's going on? What are you talking about? Uh, All right, let's do Papa Dragon.
6: The 49ers will not win... A Super Bowl as long as the Yorks are the owners. Um, now, again, of course, I'm an old bastard. You know, I've seen uh, the five Super Bowls won by this team, um, and but the one thing I have seen over the last 20 years is the league change, and I've also seen what it takes to win in this particular uh, world or climate. You got to have a good owner, you got to have a good GM, you got to have a good head coach, and if you have a good quarterback. We have a team right now that has a poor owner that has already built a clique. He is financing a clique inside of his own team. Yep. We have a general manager who really has no experience and for the most part plays good cop. Mm. And then we have an arrogant, entitled mm-hmm. coach who thinks that just because he listens to Lil Wayne, he has street cred.
0: Ooh. You can't now, prepare today, Papa Dragon.
6: Ultimately, <laughs> hey, this is just. Off, I'm this gonna off.
0: shut up. Go ahead. This is off. You the got cup. the floor.
6: This is off the cup. So the reality is, moving forward in the current league, we have a passing league. Period. The Niners will continue to run through the regular season into the playoffs, almost year after year. But we saw what happened when their quarterbacks were taken away. Now, people are saying, oh, it's just a fluke, blah, blah, blah. Getting two quarterbacks injured in a game is not a fluke. That is a pattern. We have consistently seen this coach double down on his poor decisions because there is no one to challenge him. The reality is is that if he was an offensive coordinator and has done some of the things that he's done, he'd been fired a long time ago. He is he, he is legitimately another version of Mike Martz. Hmm. He really is. Let me get a player, I'll plug him into my system, get rid of the ball quick, take, throw the ball where I want you to and you'll win. That doesn't win championships.
0: Mike Martz, though, Mike Martz at least understood about the passing game. Kyle doesn't. Like Kyle is all run and play action. And that's, that was JTO Sullivan's point. That's Kurt Warner's point. J.T. O'Sullivan and Kurt Warner both played for Mike Martz. I think there are a lot of uh, similarities between Martz and Kyle Shanahan, but that is the one difference. At least Martz knew about throwing the ball. Right. Throwing the ball. Exactly. Had Hall of Fame quarterback.
6: <clears throat> Today's players are faster, they're stronger, but they're not as well calloused. What I mean by callous, they don't have mini camps. They don't hit with pads on, and then you don't have two a days. Exactly, exactly. Period. So there's that issue. So I'm going to run the offense the way it was run back in the day when we had actual mini camps and when we could hit. Yeah, and you could,
0: and that way you could practice all the different uh, blocking combinations and the run plays over and over and over and over again. Now you can't do that. That's why everyone does zone blocking because it's simple.
6: You can't. You can't. You. In the old days, you would spend 90 minutes just on goal line.
0: Yeah, 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 With yeah, pads. yeah. But you yeah. can't
6: do that anymore. So, no. you look at those instances and you look at his flawed plan. It's flawed in so many ways, and they're on the surface, Grant. They're yeah. on the surface. Yeah. We have almost $100 million wrapped up in D line salaries. Yeah. But yet, you can hold Nick Bosa in the Super Bowl and it won't get called.
0: That's right. What That's that right. Hey, but, 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 but if if uh traverius ward even breathes on the wide receiver that's 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 an automatic first down right there I, I illegal breathing
6: the plan is flawed because if you come across a top quarterback and a top coach which you typically do in the playoffs and right. now they're all over the AFC they're all right. over the AFC so you're going right. to you're going to face someone top notch when you get there do you really mean to tell me seriously that Brock Purdy is going to outplay Patrick Mahomes Do you really need to explain, is he going to outplay Josh Allen, Joe Burrow? I'm sorry.
0: Right, and the Niners Niners act like he doesn't have to, right, because their defense and run game is so good. Like, no, you have to pass the ball to win the Super Bowl, eventually. You could get to the NFC Championship running it, but you eventually have to pass the ball to win the Super Bowl. Pass for lots of points.
6: And and Trey Lance has the potential to do that, but you'll never realize it if you don't have a plan. And their only plan is this, and this was – On full display during the owners' meetings, they don't care about Trey. They don't care about Brock. They don't even care about Darnold. They care about a quarterback room, and a room doesn't take center. No. They want their salary for their room to be like this.
0: Yeah. There's a salary for their room. Right. And they're so proud.
6: Horrendous. Their offensive line salaries is stupid. Yeah. It's dumb. It. It's. And and so
0: they find themselves in essentially playoff purgatory. Like where they're getting far, but they don't have the team that's built to go all the way, and they're saying, "Well, we had bad luck."
6: Now let me ask you a question: Do you think John Harbaugh would have would have instantly been like, "Oh, Cabo Click, that sounds like a great idea"? No. Hell, no. 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 A real coach no. is not going to settle for that.
0: No. Okay, and I can't get have that.
6: Kyle's in the same age length, but remember, you got other guys in that locker room who don't get paid yeah. as much, or may have yeah. to do more, or are treated differently. Okay, and that's understandable, but the reality is don't put it on full display.
0: Real quick, if you, you got to go watch this JTO Sullivan video, one of the things he talks about is Kyle Shanahan being a nepotism coach and the fact that he's buddy-buddy with the players. I think JTO Sullivan kind of insinuates that Kyle is buddy-buddy with the players to sort of ins, uh, insulate himself from players being like, oh, he's just a coach's son. Like, no, pe- players like him. Like it's a, he needs the players to like him because otherwise he's just Mike Shanahan's son. And who the hell is he? He never played in the league.
6: And you he know- barely played in college. Who else is the same way? Jed. Who? Jed's the same way. I'm gonna, i yeah. for you so that you'll like. That's true. Leadership skills.
0: Yeah, Jed is insecure good. about about like his subordinates liking him the way Kyle is kind of insecure about his best players liking him.
6: Exactly. That's what I'm. Yeah, saying. Yeah, that's a good
0: point. Yeah. And then
6: the reality is, and then is Jed really all powerful? No, because the person that moves apparently that moves things is when his dad, Doctor York, shows up to practice when they're three and right. five. Right. Again, what they do? Say, I don't I
0: even, even actually Twitter. know how much Jed does anymore. Remember, Jed was like he fired Harbaugh, he hired Tom Sula, he fired Tom Sula, he hired Chip Kelly. At a certain point, it's possible like the parents came back and like, you know what, Jed, <laughs> we're gonna do this as a family now. You know, I, I don't know how I don't I don't know that Jed is making unilateral decisions anymore in that oh, organization not. like he was. I don't think he is,
6: not, but he still makes decisions that impact things. Great. He still talks. Of the yeah. Room and yeah. Things. Yeah. And then he organizes
0: the, the Cabo trip. Exactly. He inserted himself into it. Yeah. Yeah.
6: You got last thing I want to say is, is that I really appreciate uh, your conversations with your dad. I think it's awesome. Losing Thanks. my mom the last year. You know, I really wish I had uh, my dad to lean on like that. And you're very, very fortunate. The both of you are to have each other. I think that's fantastic. So keep up the good work. And, um, you know, I I don't like everything you say or love everything that you uh, do, but I still tune in every single week and I value your opinion. And um, it just, I just think you absolutely rock, man. So if, um, if if we move forward and if we win a Super Bowl for the 49ers, a lot of things have to go right. A lot of things have to go right. It has, it has, a lot of things have to go right. They have to play perfect. Shannon has to coach perfect, and they could possibly do it. But I just I just don't see it because the football game is imperfect. And a, a big illustration of that is 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 the simple fact that we just had a Super Bowl with the injured quarterback and he was downed on down by a lot of people. And I told people I said, That's Patrick Mahomes. I don't mm-hmm. care how many legs he only has. He only has one leg. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, Patrick Mahomes is gonna win this game. He's the better mm-hmm. quarterback. And like, oh he's not gonna oh, you watch, and guess what happened? One leg, he runs for about twenty something yards, has nothing new do his arm. He's got oh, he
0: ran for like 40-something yards in that game. He yeah. only threw for 182 yards. It was an amazing, amazing performance.
6: That's what I'm saying. And we don't, yeah. we don't necessarily have that because we don't value it. We don't nope. value the position. We value Patrick
0: Mahomes was staring Kyle Shanahan in the face, and Kyle was like, sorry, Patrick, yep. I'm, not even, I'm not interested.
6: And, and Jed, John, and, and Shanahan are attached to the hip. They ain't yep. going nowhere for a long time. So it's going to be a great, to me. situation, to be honest with
0: you. Yeah. Great call. Uh, one of your best. I always look forward to, to talking to you.
6: Yes, sir. Talk All to right, you, take buddy. Care.
0: I've never had a guy call in and just go, but I liked it. I thought that was great. He was prepared. He didn't need to say, yo, what's up? How you doing? Just let's freaking get to the point. That was money. Manny Fresh says, why is everybody happy about a mediocre quarterback? Purdy. I mean... Did you not follow the entire Jimmy Garoppolo era? I mean, there was a lot of people extremely excited about him. So now we're on to the next Niner gang. Niner gang. Bang, bang. Yeah, so, what's
7: going on, bud? How you doing, bud? Oh, you know, I'm hanging in there. Man, let's yeah. talk about something different. Let's talk about our, our biggest threat next year in the AFC. Because You know what I mean? Who, who's our biggest threat going to be?
0: Uh, whoever's hiding behind you.
7: That was my little guy saying <laughs> hi. <huh?
0: laughs> <laughs> Biggest threat in the AFC? Yes, sir. I mean, I'm thinking it's always Kansas City until further notice.
7: Uh,
0: Who you like? Who you like? Kansas
7: City, I think they're gonna. They're kind of plateauing. I think they might have a little struggle next year. They're
0: that losing is, a lot of weapons, great. right? Yeah. What's that? They're losing a lot of weapons.
7: Yes. But you know yes. who's losing some weapons, though? Who?
0: Buffalo.
3: Buffalo yep.
7: has it down. The only thing they've been lacking these past two years is the run game. If they get that run game squared away and stop relying on Josh Allen, I think they might become the top dogs. And then we got to watch for Cincinnati. Cincinnati can never figure out that O-line and protect Joe a little bit better. That might be dangerous there. I mean.
0: Three really good teams. Yep.
7: I mean, I think them's our biggest threats over there. And I'm looking at all the little stats and stuff from last year. And it's like, they got a lot of No, I'm with you. I feel like
0: the Bills are a bigger threat to the Niners than Burrow and the Bengals because – The Niners just struggle against quarterbacks who get out of the pocket. Yes. And Josh Allen does it easily. I mean, we saw Josh Allen against the Niners. I mean, he eviscerated him a few years ago. They had a top five defense that year. I think that was 2020. It's just a bad matchup. Like, we saw the Niners against Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's really good, but he's going to basically stay in one spot. He wants to throw the ball before he runs. Yeah, he wants to basically stay in one spot and throw the ball. And that means he's going to get sacked at least once by Nick Bosa. You know, like, he got sacked five times against the the Niners. I don't know. I'd feel like it's a better matchup for the Niners. I think
7: so. You know, I I don't know what the nine you know, and then I go into the NFC looking at who's our biggest threat in the NFC. And I mean, Philadelphia, I don't think they're going to have the same team and quite dominance as they did last season. I just don't believe that it's hard. It's hard to repeat those performances. You know, Niners have been kind of fortunate, but at the same time, Niners are stuck. Can't get over that hump for whatever reason, you know, I mean, we all know the reason, but that's another conversation. (laughs) You know, but it's like Dallas. If Dak can get it together for one one freaking season, Dallas, they're you know two throw two less interceptions away from beating. Yeah,
0: you know when when saying? Tony Pollard went down that game, that changed everything. I don't oh, know 100%. if the Niners would have won if if Tony Pollard had played the whole game. But there's also so there's them, but there's also Detroit. I want to say like they had a top five offense last year, and they have a great offensive line. Like, I feel like that's the thing with Philly and Detroit: great offensive lines with. No weaknesses, all five players are good. Like, you kind of need that against the Niners because the Niners, like, if you can neutralize their pass rush and D line, you got a shot, you got oh, a yeah. shot, yeah.
7: Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And Jared Goff, you know, say what you want about him, you know, he's not afraid to run around in that backfield and extend the play. And that's the Niners' weakness, you know, if he hard. has
0: time, yes. he can throw. Oh, and yeah. same thing oh, with yeah. Jalen Hurts, and like th- those teams give them time.
7: Jalen Hurts is undercover to me is he don't get the credit he deserves. I mean, I'll be the first one to say I was when I first seen him his first season or two. I was like, "Eh, eh, but last year, I mean, he's just so poised, decisive. No one knew. He's great. But at
0: the same time, like how often do you see him with bodies around him in the pocket? I feel like the Eagles do as good of a job as any team is just giving him clean pockets. Yeah, he's got time and space. Most of the time, and that's because of a lot of things. Great offensive line, the fact that they go for it on fourth down means that they run it all out on third down, so you never really know when they're going to pass. I mean, they do a good job in Philly. Drink, I, I, I mentioned them again, drink every time. I, I mentioned Philly, you got to drink It's the game. But you can't because you're a father, and it's 11-12. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah, definitely.
7: Got things to do today with the little ones. But um, yeah, so, but yeah. Philly there, they protect him. You know, let's go all the way back to, I can't remember, 2020, 20, 2019, 18, when Romo was still in the game playing for Cowboys last season or two. Jerry Jones wanted the Super Bowl. He went all out. I mean, Romo mm. was having seven seconds in the pocket. And, yeah, he did
0: have a great offensive line.
7: And they still yeah. couldn't get it done. Goes yeah. back to you got to have a few main pieces to get this thing done. Yeah. Nothing against Brock, Trey. We don't know either one of them. We don't know which one's going to be great or not. So I don't think we even have a Super Bowl window here to talk about. I'm, I'm yeah. still a believer. And if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Right. You're, you're splitting I, the reps. Yeah.
0: You're splitting the reps between Trey Lance and Sam Darnold? Okay, yeah. I, I, and that's that's why to me, like, the N- Niners fans, are, I think the Niners are very um, confident about what's going to happen this season. But I feel like other teams are looking at the Niners like like the Seahawks. Aren't the Seahawks looking at like, hey, this could be our year. The Niners don't have – they don't they legitimately don't know who their quarterback is. We do, like Seahawks we wouldn't trade flying. places with them at quarterback. Yep, Seahawks are flying
7: under the radar right now. I mean, they're they've always they just been. need a
0: couple pieces, man. Like I, I, like yes, like one pass rusher, maybe one more offensive lineman. Like they're a pretty good team. They're pretty young, but they're pretty good.
7: And the thing of it is, you know, is Pete Carroll as old as he is. He might be evolving. He might have seen what's on, what's happening and what's going on. I mean, I have to say he's not stuck. It seems like he
0: values the quarterback position in offense more than Kyle. That's crazy yes. to me, man. You're a defensive yes. coach, but he gets it. Yeah.
7: Yes, he understands. Yeah. I mean, he's seen what Russell Wilson did. He's seen yeah. Russell Wilson was done with him too, so he moved on. He's yeah. got somebody hungry that wants to play, that knows his system, that's doing his thing, and he's keeping him healthy. Yeah. Big key factor. He keeps him healthy. That's right. That's all I want to talk about, man, you know, just what's going on with who's our biggest threat, something a little different. Because I'm thinking about next season, and it doesn't matter to me who's quarterback, lineman, this, this, that, and the other. Because if we don't got the pieces to beat the team on the AFC, none of it matters.
0: I none feel it. it that's right. That's that's the goal. Thank you, man.
7: Have a good day, Grant. Peace, man, Thanks for taking you my too. call, buddy.
0: For sure. Bunless Hot Dog says, Jed York looks like a guy who requests, can you take me higher by Creed on the Cabo trip bus? probably wears a flat bill like kyle too lol no (laughs) jed york kind of reminds me of like george costanza um in that episode where he like kind of develops like uh he really wants to be friends with elaine's uh boyfriend who's like the rock climber and he's like hey can i come rock climbing with you and like i'll make the sandwiches like that's jed york he's the guy making the sandwiches for the rock climbing trip jed york does anyone watch Seinfeld? Melody Moonfire says, "Fire Jed, Kyle Shanahan, maybe John Lynch. Get a fiery alpha owner who will trade for the top five quarterback and get rid of the Cabo crew. They like to party more than win a Super Bowl. They they really like to um, pat themselves on the back for almost winning things. That's really what the Niners have done the last four years. A lot of patting themselves on the back. No crypto. Nice if, shirt.
8: If oh, I made it myself. I got it's really nice." ten dollar shirt down at uh burlington coat factory and then tie-dyed it, but it just, beautiful it just didn't work real good with the the, the original paint. no it, it uh, definitely
0: tar. needed to be tie-dyed it definitely needed to be tied oh. good call bro i was just thinking yeah.
8: does jed york look like if he shaved his head and got hit with a bottom bottle of talcum powder would he be like dr evil
0: oh yeah for sure yes
8: no doubt yeah oh yeah big question you and your dad were talking about like uh kyle shanahan talking staying after hours and having beers with uh, the pool reporters
0: yeah i go. is
8: that i should have is i don't know i don't see really see that it was a bad thing that you didn't i just have you ever heard of that before have you asked if that had happened before
0: at all i've heard that this that he that he does that and that it's sort of a tradition at these nfl annual owners meetings there's a banquet and the coaches kind of come out and mingle with the with the uh journalists, and they all kind of drink together. It's kind of a tradition. It was my gotcha. first time there. I was asleep by nine o'clock. I had work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle was like man he was he was so he was late to the thing in the morning too It was so funny, but then he sat there for half an hour.
8: I was wondering if it was him trying to butter people up, kind of like talking about uh, bulky, kind of making himself available and saying hi to people when he knew he was in the hot seat. So I was wondering if he was like, "No, I think I think he, he does reached I
0: don't think Kyle cares. Honestly, I don't think
8: Kyle yeah. gives a damn. I he's like a cares. robot. Like it's in his planner. He that he he's has Teflon. To do it.
0: He, th- you know, he knows he's never going to get fired by the Niners, and he knows if he does get fired by the Niners, he'll get hired someone else. So he's very calm, yeah, self assured. Um
8: kind of my question is with offensive line um we signed re-signed uh colt mckivitz and yes we've brought in a guy like Pryor. and to me it seems like we're kind of moving to more of a power style of a run game instead of a the zone um doesn't yeah, that i don't pretty understand much make yeah. a guard overnight
0: well he's six six I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's partic- as a starter. I don't just, I, I, I don't really know what the Niners are thinking on that right side of the line because Matt Pryor is so not what they do. I mean, they've always been at like, they want the right side of their offensive line to be able to do the outside zone stuff. And that mm-hmm. Debo sweeps like all their outside zone, like real perimeter runs go to the right. So all of a sudden that's off the table. Like if you think about it in 2021, when they went on that run, it was Debo and Tom Compton leading the way. When McGlinchey went down, Tom Compton became the right tackle and DeBo moved to running back. Everything changed. Like, they haven't had that since Tom Compton left. And I felt like that was an element of the offense they wanted, like that right tackle who can get out and run on the outside zone runs and McGlinchey hasn't been that for years. That's not McKivitz. it's not Matt Pryor. So I don't know what they're doing. Are they going to try to are they actually going to be like the Eagles and have a huge offensive line and just do zone reads up the middle? Is that what they're going to do? Also remember Colton
8: McKivitt or sorry Tom Compton, Compton's uh contract. It was structured way different than these guys that they signed on the off the the guard and the tackle, you know, uh yeah. prior in uh yeah. I forget his name. Yeah. So yeah. it was like it seems more like they're they're planning on them to kind of play or have a decent time because they're paying them.
0: Well, maybe they're finally actually looking for a right tackle who's better at pass protection than run blocking. Because in the past, they've only been looking for right tackles who can fit their run blocking scheme and whatever happens in pass protection is they'll live with. Which is how you get these six, seven guys who weigh two hundred ninety-five pounds getting thrown around and you know by bull rushes, but they can actually like run. It's like great. Well, what do you? It's a passing league, so maybe maybe Kyle's figuring it out and they're changing it because down the stretch last year with with Purdy, they were more of a play action passing team than a running team. So I don't know. Maybe they're changing. And honestly, McCaffrey's not an outside zone runner. He's not Mostert. He's, He's not. not getting the edge like that. He's not. So maybe that's, maybe they're done with that. But I don't know. That's, I, that's I can't why see Kyle Shanahan giving up on the outside zone altogether. It's his baby. Fe- it's his dad's
8: baby. I feel the 49ers moved off of uh, DeForest Buckner because they needed – eric armstead for his run stopping abilities with the wide nine and the four three defense which four three defense is susceptible to the run wide nine's even more susceptible you know what i mean so it's personnel in that situation and i think we're moving away from the zone because we don't have a raheem hoster because it's again it's personnel we can't yeah why why make that a part of your game if you yeah so i think it's like info and reverse kind of
0: so, so maybe they're going to all of a sudden get just way bigger. on. Because really, if you look at it, what they've always had was a bigger left side of the line and a very small and mobile right side of the line for years yeah. because yeah. most of their outside zone runs go to the right. So maybe they haven't really been running outside zone effectively the last couple of years. Maybe they're like, you know what? Our offensive line is really small on the right, and we're not getting much out of it in the run game. So why don't we just get bigger over there? Possible. You got Feliciano and Matt Pryor; they're both big. And if you look at the uh, Eagles' drink, I don't think I think the only offensive lineman that they that starts there at least last year that was you know uh, lighter than three twenty five was Kelsey. I mean, they've they've they have a ginormous offensive line, and so does Detroit. Frankly,
8: and I feel Large. when with you go into more of a power style of a run yeah. game it'll probably make them better in the beginning part of the season because i feel one of their issues was there was very good cohesiveness in the offensive line through all those fancy plays so if you're running like deuces where you're doubling down on the tackles and then moving Mm. up to the the that's that's day one stuff so it will i think they'll have a better start
0: deuces i that's the thing i'm thinking about javon hargrave real quick like he's a He's a bad run blocker, a run defender, excuse me. He's a great pass rusher, bad run defender. And it's not like just like, okay, liability. And he's going from a five-man front to a wide nine. Like he's going to talk about deuces. He's going to get double teamed on those inside zone plays. Like what's going to happen there? He needs to be a three-down player for what they're paying. They don't have to play him on first down if he if they got someone better. But the idea was that he was going to be a three-down player for this team. So I'm a little concerned. Maybe like- they don't care
8: it's not like you pull people out because it's a certain down you are essentially pulling people out when you can when the offense gives you the opportunity so that whole down situation is is just not something that happens during game time you can (laughs) you can on paper that
0: (laughs) i'm a little curious to see what hargrave looks like in a wide nine i mean i know what he looks like as a pass rusher he's great and him next to bosa is going to be cool but as a run defender like what's that what's that going to be like If you don't want to allow the
8: team to get substitutions, that's one of the reasons why I think the 49ers need to get a tight end because I think the 22 personnel could be more deadlier than the 21 personnel. And if you keep all them out there in the run formation, make them come out and get some big bodies to stop you, don't do any substitutions, spread it out. Now you got mismatches all over the line. because you. How dare you
0: disrespect Kyle Juszczyk and his one touch per game? (laughs) I don't know. How dare you? I, me, I look he's a good player, but for what they pay him, like they don't use him enough. Like they it's, use him to go in motion. It's emotional. criminal. It's I criminal. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't either. No, no crypto. Great call. Thank you, sir. Great audio right. and great setup, too. Very professional. Thank you. <laughs>
8: Keep on doing what you're doing, sir.
0: All right, you too, man. Later. With the tie dye too. Jed York. Looks like no we got the Creed one. Creed. That's funny. All right. David Montez, you're next. Then Jeremy Price, then Martin Donaldson. Melody Moonfire. Yeah, we got you too. It's a great name. Melody Moonfire. Okay, I guess that's it. David Montez. What do you do? Hey, what's up, Grant? How you doing?
9: I'm doing good. Can you hear me good? I can hear you great. Hey, man, I just got two things on my mind, man. First of all, I was reading an article online the other day that says we only got like 4.5 million cap space available. How are you going to get Bosa done, man? Am I the only one worried about that?
3: No,
0: it's complicated. But actually, I think actually when they give him the extension, it creates a little bit of cap space and
9: so is he accounted for right now during the cap
0: no yeah, yeah he, like he has a cap number right now it's, oh, it's probably okay. like 17 million Oh, oh okay, okay. but if they extend it then that they give him a signing bonus and a cap number next year will actually lower it's complicated but <laughs> it's like don't worry about it? it don't right, both is right. fine both is fine yeah
9: all right my second thing man is uh, i don't know if it's just me this might be a little crazy but you know how lynch and shanahan were kind of talking up purdy What if they're not trying to, like how Kruger says he thinks they're going to trade Lance on draft day, what if really they're getting calls about Purdy and they're saying, you know what, this guy would be our number one if he was healthy right now trying to get a higher value or a higher pick for Purdy. What do you Hmm. think about that?
0: That's interesting.
9: I mean, Shanahan has always, well, you know, we think Shanahan was the one that chose Lance over um, Lynch's, say. So what if Shanahan really, really believes in Lance and they're trying to Put
0: off Purdy. I don't think a team, team would than... trade for Purdy because Purdy can't pass a physical right now. Yeah, that is true. You see what I'm that saying? Yeah, so yeah. I don't think a team, I think a team would, if they want to trade for him, would probably wait until he's cleared and he comes yeah, back. Okay. That That's sense. what I'm thinking. This is like week um, four. When,
5: but I also wonder in, like, like? How,
0: how many teams have totally flipped their opinion about Purdy because all these teams scouted him and decided not worth a draft pick. And they see him mm-hmm. on the Niners playing with McCaffrey and Debo and all these great players and he plays great. Are, 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 how many teams are like, we totally missed on him. He's a superstar. Because Jed York said, Josh McDaniels said, I missed on Brock Purdy. He's really good. How many teams really feel that way, or are they just being like, you know what, it's eight games. He's on a great team. He's got Kyle and McCaffrey. Let's see him do it again, especially coming off a serious injury. Like I, th- there might be a lot of that in the league right now with Purdy. Right, right, right. Yeah,
9: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's just what I was thinking. I was like, there's basically more tape on Purdy right now in the NFL than there is on Lance.
0: Oh, no doubt. And that's why the Niners <laughs> say that Purdy's the leader. Like he, He's yeah. the leader because he's played more and he's played really well. But let's say, again, let's say Purdy doesn't come back. He won't be ready until week four and Lance starts the first the three games yeah. and wins them. Well, now, I mean, you could say he's the leader, but it's like, it's like a horse race and you haven't even gotten to the first turn. You're talking eight <laughs> starts against four. So if Lance gets three more starts, now it's eight starts against seven. And it, all of a sudden, the race gets tighter. And depending on yeah. what he does, so he definitely has an opportunity. All he has to do is beat out Sam Darnold, who's been trash forever. So we'll see. Sam Darnold, that's funny. <laughs> where where are you right now? You click. I'm, I'm guessing in El Paso, you're in. Texas. Are you like in like a Safeway? Are you in like a Trader Joe's? No, <laughs> I'm
9: actually at a McDonald's right now. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> that's what's up. All right, man. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, Grant. Peace. All right, Jeremy. Then Martin, dog. I love that you still rock the a stuff remember well i can't hear you damn man jeremy price gets me juice and then he just bounces martin hi gran good to see you no i I don't think that's plugged in it's okay though
10: yeah so uh, how are you doing you're doing fine
0: i'm doing great how are you
10: yeah i'm good uh, you know, uh, today I want to be like Mister Positive. I think.
0: Oh, this time, so many yeah, people have been so yeah. upset.
10: No, no, but yeah, uh, you know, we all know that first round pick were really bad for the Niners in the last year. So that's a good thing. This year they don't have one, <laughs> so we cannot be disappointed. But I don't know why. But we saw that Kyle do not play or almost not play f- like first year's player. We have doubt about Bang. I thought it was great. He turned out to be pretty good. We have doubt about Ufanga. That turned out pretty well too. I really believe that they uh, they draft Burford to replace McGlinch. But they wouldn't bench him. So they try to make him play guard.
0: Hmm. But maybe- See I, I I think they drafted Burford to replace Brunskill. That's the way I saw it. Because if you look at it, like, they're built very similarly. Their, their their pro days are pretty similar in terms of their athletic testing numbers. Maybe I'm wrong, though.
10: But you know what made me really think about it? It's the wow. Feliciano move. Because mm. I really believe that he will be the starting guard. And between Banks and Feliciano, that's meat on the inside. And I think if you have Feliciano Burford with Kittle on his side, that, or maybe M- McKivitt, but I think that could be a pretty nice setup for uh and maybe they'll, they'll draft a right tackle too and try having a three-way with like Burford and uh Mikhevitz and like a right tackle mm. and they have 11 draft picks. I cannot believe they won't go up in the draft I mean that roster is stacked and most most positions are 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 taken so they gotta try to like get up in the draft and pick up some someone <laughs> probably a running back but that's another thing but and I think I think the same thing about Sam Womack I think they didn't sign Ward because they really believe that between Lenard and um ah, I missed his name the guy they 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 get from Atlanta and mm. Sam Womack they have a a, a, a cornerback room there mm-hmm. so I kind of don't really like the the attitude of Kai Shanahan or or always like those caboting or or manage trade ends. but in terms of I don't know who's really taking those decisions on draft. But you know between Shannon and and Lynch, how they draft like late people and develop them and like I am not playing first year, but after uh, after that like be patient and everything seems to work fine. I think they have a plan for all those players that and maybe for Danny Gray too. So with the draft this year and the continuity of what is what is coming. I think that's I think was pretty good shape because I, I it, of course everybody everything will not work as everybody wants to, but I think it's, it's it's looking pretty good. I think Womack has really good potential. We saw it in pregame last last year, so I think there's something good there. Well,
0: that's that's interesting. I, I'm looking at the salaries right now. I, I think it's interesting. So John Feliciano, his cap number is 2.2 2 million this year with a guaranteed salary of 1.1. $1. 1. That is not insignificant it's not necessarily what someone who's relegated to a backup role would be given for example colton mckivitz his cap number this season is 1.5 million his guaranteed salary is 1.1 just like john feliciano jake Brendel, his cap number this year 2.2 million guaranteed salary 1 million dollars so it looks like john feliciano in terms of salary is right there in line with the starting center and the starting right tackle so it's possible that Burford just could go to the bench and that John Feliciano has been signed to be the starting right guard. Because frankly, he's getting paid to be that. That's very interesting. Or maybe they continue with that rotation. Where well, I, you know, I, yeah, two right I, right guards. Yeah. And I
10: think they just give themselves leeway there. They just because they they, they they got like one million or one point five million or whatever, if Poe or Zakel or Burford or whatever or some someone they draft goes really well. In the OTAs or in preseason, they can just say, "Okay, you're a start now," because I don't care if I bench like Feliciano or if I bench mckivitt So if I so I think they have kind of like a mix that they can play with there. So I mean, you can. You know, I mean, I think everybody. it's fair
0: pointing out that John Feliciano was a better player than Spencer Burford, and I know people think, "Yeah, you know, he was it was admirable. He was a rookie. You know, he's going to get better." And I think he's a tackle. I think Burford. Maybe. Is,
10: I think I think Burford is a tackle. I think All it. Right. You know, you know, remember when I told you that Slater was was crazy good in that in, in, in that draft. He's not Slater, but I see something like really nimble, like feet and long, but still strong. Not like, not not like McGinneshi and Burford. I think that I don't think he's a guard. I think like, playing in guard was really making a disservice. I don't think he's built as a guard. I don't. He, he didn't play that much guard in college. I I think if you want to see what you got with Spencer Burford, it's a tackle.
0: So, well, I mean, Before, he's definitely got the he's definitely got the foot speed to fit in the Niners run game. Um, He's he's a little bit shorter than they like their offensive tackles, but he's got the length Um, and he wasn't particularly good at guard. So I, I, it'd be interesting to see. Martin, I got to take some yeah. more calls. Thank you yeah, very much. No
10: problem. See you, again.
0: Spencer Burford is an enigma to me. I'd love to get some opinions on what people think his future is. Where is he best suited to play? What is the. Because, I mean, I I compare him to Daniel Brunskill. He's built like Daniel Brunskill. Brunskill played tackle. Brunskill's whole thing was he could play tackle and guard and even a little center. And he was actually pretty consistently good at all of them. Jeremy Price. What up, dog? Are you going to go into into public wearing all that A stuff right now? Are you going to an A's game? No. No, you're just going to walk around town. Yeah. You look great though. I'm I'm thank you. Thank you, brother. You look great. Yeah. I'm
11: gonna go yeah. to uh Safeway and go get some food. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: gotta look good when you're going to Safeway, man. You just don't know who you can run into.
11: Right? Just got back from yeah. Tokyo yesterday, dude. Fucking yeah, it was a good time. How long were you in
0: Tokyo? eleven days. Eleven wow.
11: days gone. That sounds
0: so tight. <laughs>
11: Dropped down, it's like it's a bigger East. city
0: than, than New York, right? It's like the biggest city you can imagine. There are so many crazy.
11: cities within Tokyo, wow! Right? There's and like and if
0: everything's open like all night, right? That's crazy.
11: Oh my god, the, I want to go. The train system is crazy.
0: What's up? Was it expensive? You know? Like, how did you? Was it expensive? The whole, but you got it like that. Never mind, that's none of my business. So, what's up?
11: Uh, oh, I gotta know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm begging, <laughs> I'm begging for you, man. Get out of here. What? Oh, it was uh. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Uh, They're $100 is $80 to them. Uh, Okay. right. So it's a good
0: little, okay, okay, okay. Uh, All right, man, let's talk um, numbers.
11: You want to talk numbers? Fine, let's talk numbers. No, I'm just kidding. Where do you think the Niners are weak? What's the weakest point of the organization? Of the the roster
0: or the organization? Both. Yeah, I think they're weak. Uh, I think Jed York's weakness and insecurity kind of, drips through the whole organization and i think what's interesting is you have kyle and john who are two of the most confident self-assured people in the league and their boss is jed and like a lot of the the way that they kind of run the media is jed's thing it's not i don't think kyle and john care that much about controlling the narrative that's a jed thing because he got crushed by the media when he was younger so him and then you know just the constant like and it goes back to before Kyle too, but just like never finding the right quarterback, you know? I- never finding the right quarterback for, for whatever reason. They passed on Aaron Rodgers for crazy reasons. They passed on Patrick Mahomes. I mean, they've passed on some of the greatest quarterbacks of all time since the Yorks have been here because I don't think they really value the quarterback position that much, to be honest. I don't think they want the – because if you have Aaron Rodgers and you're the Packers, like Aaron Rodgers o- overshadows the whole organization, man. He's more, he's more famous than everyone. He's, he calls all the shots. And I don't think the Niners want to be that organization no. at all. They don't want it. No.
11: My mm-hmm. so that leads me to my next question. How do what's your take on uh Steve Wilkes and how do you think he'll do you think he'll contribute to being that strong force that's like gonna hold these guys accountable or do you think he'll go in there and play puppet too?
0: It'd be nice, right? I mean he's older than Kyle Shanahan. He hasn't he doesn't owe Kyle Shanahan anything, like he has his own resume. It'd be really nice. If Steve Wilkes would do that, and in a meeting one day where Kyle Shanahan is trying to install that stupid play-action pass with a one-on-one Tyler Croft against Hassan Reddick, if Steve Wilkes is like Kyle, I just want to say all due respect. If you did that against me, and I was a defensive coordinator, I would be thanking you. I would hope that you would do that. So I'm just putting that out there. Like I, I hope Steve Wilkes talks like that, and Kyle respects it. Because why else would you bring in someone of his caliber?
11: Ding.
0: You I know what I'm saying? That. You like, could bring yeah. in a, a rookie who just says, "Yeah, whatever you say, Kyle." You could have done that, but no, you brought in Steve Wilkes, man. So, listen to him.
11: I love that. And I love yeah. see, I don't I don't like getting into the numbers because uh, you know, like we've been talking over years, for me, I'm I want to get into the office. I want to. let's get into the po- the politics of it. I don't want to get into the numbers because those numbers can increase or decrease depending on who's leading the team, who's making decisions behind the damn curtain. I don't want to talk about the players on the field. I want to talk about the guy that's, that we caught behind the curtain. No, mm-hmm. not c- closing. I'm not Wizard of Oz reference. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So now my next question is uh, because I, I knew you were going to say that, and, I, and I'm glad we're on the same wavelength as far as uh, the Steve Wilkes and whatever. Yeah. Um, draft picks. Do you have anybody in particular that you are after? This will lead me to my next question. But
0: Not yet, man. I gotta do a mock draft. Let me let me drill down on that because all the pro day numbers are coming in. I th- I should be able to do that. But let me get back to you. I'm gonna do a mock draft this week for you.
11: Okay. Um, okay. Two more questions, and and, Go and for it. the last one is the best one. But but okay. uh, this next one, I gotta. <laughs> 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 if you had look, if you had a crack at any official title within the organization, like realistic title. Like, hey, we want to hire you. Okay, Grant, we'll fucking hire you. What position would that be?
0: That's true. That's a good question. Like, honestly, if they offered me a job as quality control, I would have to turn it down because it's a ton of work and it's not that much money. And I couldn't do this channel anymore, honestly. I would have to say no. If the Niners hit me up and they were like, because I I hit up Salah when he went to the Jets. I was like, man, what the hell, dude? Like, how did you not give me a quality control job? He's like, first of all. The people have been working these jobs for their their whole lives. I couldn't do that to you. Second of all, dude, I couldn't offer you that much money. It's like $60,000. It's really not a lot of money. And you work like, you know, all freaking day. around the clock. So, I don't know, man. Honestly, I think I like doing what I do. (laughs) Do you understand how hard those coaches (laughs) work, dude? Uh, They work way too hard. I don't think I want it. I mean, I never played the sport, so I can't be a position coach. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they want to bring me in as like a as like a scout like dude those guys work super hard they're never home they're all divorced no offense i'm just saying like i don't know it's a tough life it's a tough life (laughs) they're never home they're all divorced i'm just saying oh i don't know any of those guys like that but i'm just saying i don't know
11: as electricians that's one of our sayings like you're not a real electrician unless you're divorced (laughs) no that's that's not true don't believe that don't believe that Yeah, Yeah, my last and final question, since we're talking about divorces and marriages, like that. Oh, that's that's beautiful timing. Um, Yeah, you had a wedding ceremony, did you not? I did. Okay, you from the Bay, and you were born in '88, just like me, class of '06, baby. Um, (laughs) I had to do that. I had to do that. So, did you play Mac Dre at your damn wedding
0: or not? No.
3: What?
11: <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> <He's> like, no. <laughs> no, I didn't, the old people weren't ready for Mac Dre, but I did play. Yeah, I did play Candy by Cameo, and that one made me real happy, man. Yeah, it's just like, like Candy, Candy.
11: Candy. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it was dope. Tokyo was dope, and I, I proposed to my girl out there. So, yeah, that was.
0: Uh, What'd you say? Uh,
11: I would have jumped my ass off that damn bridge. <laughs> <and> said no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: congratulations
11: thank you thank you but uh but i i that was all i had for you today brother i, I fucking missed you i'm uh, miss sorry i haven't tuned in but I'm, i am yeah we're, we're hey bring us home this year man i i got plenty more questions for you and i i, I really want i was really disappointed in that you did not play Gray in your goddamn wedding that sorry is, is sorry so my, my woman she's chinese right so so like all of her elders and everybody on her side, right? <laughs> you know, they're gonna be one, like, "What is that?" that?
0: I, I just kept, I just stuck with like '80s pop hits because everyone likes '80s pop hits. I was oh, trying to play sure. to the masses
11: for sure. Anyway, but I gotta wrap is, this show up,
0: man. Yeah. But it's good to see you. All Take care, brother. Jeremy. Soon later later. All Niner says, uh, the truth is with BP and TL is Kyle and John don't have a clue about either. And I don't think they can trade either one because if they keep the bad and trade the good, they might as well pack their bags. I agree. That's why, I mean, when when um, when, when Larry says they're going to trade Trey, man, that's bold. You know, what if he becomes good? I, they, they never live that down. I think... They're a little afraid of the unknown. They think they know, but they really don't. The Astro Channel says people call Kyle Shannon an offensive genius, but when has his offense ever actually been really good outside of Atlanta? It's not like they're the greatest show on surf. I'm with you on that. He's an offensive coach who builds through his defense. He spends all his money on defensive linemen. Like, what is that? That's why I, I compare him to Tony Dungy. You know, got this great team with Tampa, but you don't have the quarterback. You don't have the offense. They need John Gruden to come in and replace you, but that's not going to happen. Bryant brian cope rocking hey, the cone zone how you doing
12: fantastic happy uh, that's a collector's item dude you can still get dude them. you, know where to you ask. can get those for
0: like a hundred dollars they they go for about a hundred dollars on ebay just saying
12: if you find the website you can get them if you still want them <laughs> hey so um what do you what do you know you're a ucla guy right so do you know anything about dtr
0: yeah i've seen him play a bunch um He's, he's like Purdy in the sense that he's played a lot of football. He's a four-year starter. He um, He's really elusive. He's very quick. He's a hell of an athlete. I mean, a much better athlete than Purdy. He's got a very strong arm, but he doesn't throw a really good deep ball, which is unfortunate, and he's a little scattershot with his, with his um, accuracy, although this last year at, at uh, UCLA he completed almost 70% of his throws. So he may be improving in that area, but... He's looking like a guy that you could probably get pretty late in the draft, if not after the draft, and put on a practice squad. He's got a lot of experience and athletic ability. He's intriguing.
12: I love it because that's what I was going to ask you is, is you know, do you think we could actually somehow get him? Um, I'm really, really excited yeah. about him. The guy's got. Yeah, guys. and
0: I, I I, know that they've scouted him. I mean, Adam Peters went to UCLA. I go to the UCLA games when they come up here once a year Stanford Cal. He's always on the sideline, Adam Peters. Now, I don't know if he's there to just watch dtr or if he's just loves watching ucla football but he knows dtr he's been watching for a long time
12: yeah and the reason i shouted it out you know is uh he does he's got two last names and the thought you know if we right now we have a quarterback right a couple quarterbacks we have two quarterbacks you have none maybe if you get a quarterback with two last names you can have one i don't know that's i'm kind of but again if
0: if the niners are looking for the next purdy part of that is for your starter like legitimately a guy who's played a lot of football because the Niners, they want a guy who can step in and play right now. Well, that inquires someone with experience. And that's there's not a lot of quarterbacks like that that come out of college. Either they take a while to get the job or they flash early and leave early. Like who really stays four years? People like Purdy and DTR, there's some. Also, the thing that was cool about Purdy coming out was he played four years without ever getting injured at Iowa State. DTR's had some injuries. So something to, something to keep in mind.
12: Yeah. I'm, I'm excited again. You know, if they could get them for like the practice squad, I think that'd be kind of cool. Then they don't have to spend a lot of money on it. Um, really that being quickly.
0: said, you know, they're going to take some non-athlete.
12: Yeah. Bet you. Yeah. And then um, before you, you know, you end the show, um, if we somehow ever ended up with Kirk Cousins, like from 2017 to now, or if we end up with Kirk Cousins in the future with, as Kyle being our coach, do you think this, this team can win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins?
0: No. I don't think he's good enough. I don't think the offensive lines good enough. No. Um, what do you think?
12: I don't like him, you know. I don't want him on the team, but I know Kyle. Could
0: you see be Kirk strong. Cousins beating Josh Allen in the Super Bowl, beating Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, throw for throw.
12: He can't throw. He can't he can't throw. Can throw, but um yeah, I don't just like we we shut him down. Our defense shut him down. He couldn't Every do time. anything. And it's just one of those things, but for whatever reason, I just I'm not going to say I want it, but I kinda see him it coming could happen back.
0: next year. He'll be a free agent next year. It could happen next year if Brock Purdy regresses or something. Anyway. Hey, Grant.
12: Thanks for having me. Thanks for Great to see me.
0: you, man. Always a hey. pleasure, man. Take care. Remember, if you up? guys
12: want a hat, just go and – I like that way. hat.
0: That's a nice hat with the green bill underneath. Mm-hmm. Looking fresh, man. Have a good one. You too. CJ Gray, what it do, what it don't do.
12: What's going on, What's up?
0: Grant? What's going on?
12: Well,
13: I just kind of wanted to respond to the Larry Krueger's, he's on a campaign that Trey is getting traded.
0: Hey, real quick with Larry, I I respect it. That's one hell of a prediction to put yourself out there on. We'll see what happens. I happen to disagree, but he makes a compelling case. I just feel like if if Brock Purdy hadn't torn his UCL, I could see it. The way they talk about him, I think they, not that I would, I think they, they would, but he did tear his UCO. They don't know when he's coming back. If you trade Trey Lance, all you got as your quarterback is Sam Darnold who doesn't even know the offense. How do you call yourself a win-now team? And that's the only quarterback who's healthy on your, on your roster like until God knows when. I, I, I don't think they can really trade Trey even if they wanted to. First of all, I don't think they can do it until Brock comes back. Second of all, I don't think they get much for Trey Lance in a trade right now. That's the other thing. You're not going to get a first-round pick, a second-round pick. You might get a third-round pick because he was always drafted based off potential and hype. He didn't do much in college. Now, it's been three years since he's played. I feel like a lot of that potential and hype isn't there anymore, and people are saying, man, this guy is just a guy without a resume. You know. So that doesn't mean he won't work out. It just means that I don't know what his value is in a trade. So why would you just trade him for nothing? take the PR hit. Show everyone how incompetent you are and just say, "Oh well." Ha. I don't think yeah. they're going to do
13: it. And 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 the whole thing, the whole crux of the matter is Larry is pushing for trading during the draft. We take a, a, a like a $11 million cap hit if we trade him before June 1st if I Yeah, mistaken. it doesn't even help
0: the, the team financially. I
13: don't and think then, it helps the team. Yeah, I just, They
0: need quarterbacks, plural.
13: I don't know. And I, I just,
0: think he's probably better than Sam Darnold, if we're being honest, man. Sam Darnold? Are we kidding here? Sam Darnold. Sam. Darnold. See... That guy has started 50-plus starts yeah. games in, the, in his career, man. He but is they, a head case.
13: Yeah, I, I get it. But the thing about Trey Lance right now is everything that I can agree on Larry about is it don't seem like they like Trey. It just... It's like the teammates... Don't really speak. Haven't really come to their defense. Really spoke highly of him. Really, the whole Joe Montana thing after the during the twenty twenty one Super Bowl. That's that's a thing because his really only his information came from talking during the players during that week. But
0: I, I feel like that's that it speaks poorly of the team because Trey Lance hasn't done anything wrong. He hasn't that's been cool. arrested. He hasn't uh complained. He hasn't been you know unprepared he's had some you know stretches where he looked inexperienced but he also had some stretches where he looked extremely talented i mean he's done everything he's supposed to do he's only started four games and they're moving on like they should feel bad and they should express some of that like you know what trey's done everything right and you know we haven't necessarily done right by trey and it doesn't mean that we're just going to hand him a job he's got to have to earn it but at the same time we are very uh aware of the fact that we've set his career back we did it and we we don't want to be the organization that does that to young players so they should say stuff like that as opposed to you know Trey needs to prove that he can stay healthy what yeah pardon i'm just,
13: I'm just say trying, that in my I'm, good ear huh yeah. huh I'm trying what? to figure out where they come up with where he's he's not able to play and it's just and only thing we can say is it's stuff behind the scenes and practices that make them believe not believe in them from an outside observer. Fair. That's got to only- be it, right? It's something in
0: practice. But at the same time, their ability to judge quarterbacks in practice is not is, – I mean, they didn't realize Brock Purdy was good until he went in the game. They knew he was good enough to stay on the team, but they didn't know he was better than Jimmy Garoppolo until they actually went into the game because games are different than practice. Like, a lot of what a quarterback has to do in a game is avoid the pass rush you know what I'm saying, and that's something you can't demonstrate in practice at all. There is no yeah. pass rush, so you got to see it. And these guys, they're making projections based on practice. They suck at that. That's hard to do. Let them play a freaking game. Let them play three games in a row, Trey Lance, and see what happens. Let them play yeah. quarterback.
13: I've never, I've not seen two. I've never seen a top five pick at quarterback only get four games and then have the. They treat him
0: like he's like a late one, never, early two. Yeah.
13: I've never seen it. And so that's, that's what kind of just leaves me confused. He's about- going to get his
0: shot, though. It's not like he's Paxton Lynch, where if, you know, four starts, one team, and then you're out of the league. Like, if the Niners move on, I don't know what he's worth in a trade, but some team will take him in as a project and see what they can do. I, if, I think a smart team would be looking at Trey Lance right now. It's like, man, you could get this. You could get a 22 year old former third pick in the draft for nothing because that team doesn't know what to do with him and maybe they broke him. Maybe physically and uh mentally he's broken. Or maybe not. Maybe we can give him a year, uh pump him up with some confidence and let him play. I don't know. See what they see what could happen. But that's what I think a smart team would do. Get, I get just hoping,
13: yeah, cuz I don't know if the owner is really going to be on board with with just getting rid of him and and we've only seen four games. It's just the whole the whole trade situation where I get the premise of it but from Larry. I get the premise. But but the if you trade of Trey wrong, I just don't I just don't I just can't see. If it.
0: you trade Trey before you know what Brock Purdy looks like after he comes back from this injury, what if Brock's not the same? And 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 you traded him thinking you had something in Brock, but Brock 2.0 is different. Like he legitimately has a noodle arm now and he doesn't have some of the confidence he had back before the injury. Like what if he and you're like, damn, well, we were because that's essentially what happened with Jimmy. Jimmy was never the same quarterback after that ACL injury and the Niners were already committed to him. And it was like, well, oops, that's not the quarterback we thought we were getting. Too bad. Maybe I'm telling you, man, I, I understand. I just disagree with Larry. I think they have to hold on to Trey until Brock comes back and starts playing exactly at that level he played at last year. Until that happens, I don't see how you trade Trey. It could be such yeah. a bad move. Yeah. CJ, I, I got to take a couple more before noon. Good call, right. though, man. Take care. All right, Irvin and then Jaden, and then I got to be out of here in seven minutes. Irvin, what's up? You're muted. Bingo. There you go.
14: Grant, what's up, bro? How you doing, bro? Man, I can't complain, bro. I'm doing very well. And yourself?
0: I'm... Pfft, I definitely can't complain.
14: Hey, man. Ain't nobody listening anyway. Don't nobody care. But... uh <laughs> It's true. But uh yeah man, um just wanted to say a few things uh, about the topic um as far as the direction of the team overall. Uh I mean for the most part the direction is looking pretty good. Um for the most part they're still up there. I mean they're still pretty much in the conversation. And mm-hmm. what they did during the offseason didn't really hurt their chances. It made some good moves, especially the Hargrave move. That was, you know, top notch. They did lose a lot, but they kind of made up for it with with mm-hmm. uh, what they gained. I like the offensive line moves. Um, that mm-hmm. was definitely an area of opportunity. So, you know, I mean, the sky's the limit. Um, yeah. but my my big my big concern is this quarterback situation, man. Like with everybody else, like. It, it's, it just seems like it's still really kind of up in the air and the Brock situation with him getting hurt just kind of made it even more up in the air. Um, yeah. And my, but well, my question to you is that once we get kind of the confirmation of where Brock is post injury, if he comes back and he, you know, is kind of playing on the same level as he was uh, before the injury, yeah. What do you think Trey's chances are of even staying on this team at this point or even having a shot at uh, competing for the, the starting quarterback role at that point? Like, is there even an opportunity? I mean, no chance. No chance. <laughs> no chance. No chance, right?
0: But, I mean, but I mean like, if, if Brock comes back from the beginning of training camp and looks great, like, Trey's done, it's, it's over. I mean, but th- that's not necessarily what's going to happen. Right. Like right, that's not necessarily right. what what we're going to what's in store for the 49ers.
14: Right. Right. And that's why yeah. I'm just like it's kind of really just up in the air right now. Um yeah. and there's really no kind of yeah, there's no solid direction of how this is going to play out.
0: Because um all they say basically is like Brock's the leader here in the clubhouse. Right, of course, anyone can figure that out. But you don't know who you're who's healthy. You don't know what they're going to look like when they get back from injury. Like they have no idea essentially who's going to be the starting quarterback week 1. If you got them off the record and say who do you think is going to start week 1? I'm sure Kyle would be like I don't know. I have no idea.
14: <laughs> exactly.
0: Maybe John says it's going to be Brock, but John John I think is exercising wishful thinking.
14: Yeah. And I just think man, it's just it's not really going to help the team chemistry as a whole like I just don't see how not having that solidified number 1 guy Is really going to help the team overall, you know, just going forward into next season. Because even if Trey comes out and balls out, you know, the first game or two, and then you're still trying to see where Brock is. Then what? If Brock's good and Trey balls out for the first two games, then what? Then you got another quarterback.
0: No, but but to me, like, there's a right answer to that. If Trey Lance. If you give him the entire offseason to prepare and get into a rhythm and play his best and he hits the ground running and wins the first two, three games of of the season, why would you bench him when he's rolling to put in a guy who had no offseason? That's putting a lot of pressure on Brock Purdy to just be like, hey, man, first of all, win right away, you know, hit the ground running. What, what if he needs a few weeks to, like, get his feet underneath him and build up his confidence again? Like, that's normal. Do you really have a month to throw away because you got to get him up to speed when the other quarterback's rolling? Like, why would you do that? Seems to me if Trey Lance is rolling, he stays. Because, he stay, look, that's the whole thing with Brock, right? He was rolling, so he could stay. But then he got hurt, and he opened up an opportunity. Jimmy was rolling, but then he got hurt, and Brock came in. Now Jimmy's gone. So it just seems like they'll go with the hot hand. If it's Trey, it's Trey. If it's Sam Darnold, it's Sam Darnold, Honestly. If San Darnold wins the job week one and he wins his first three starts, it's his freaking job. That's how it's going to go. Yeah, that, that will really Sorry, Brock. Really you're, you're last year. Yeah, sorry, Brock. You're <laughs> last year's <laughs> news, buddy. Sorry, bro. You're super 2000 and late. <laughs> you yeah. almost got us there, but oh well. Yeah, yeah. Oh. enjoy this uh, league <laughs> minimum game check.
14: There you go. <laughs> but that's the thing. Brock is so cheap. Oh, man, I cut out.
0: No, you're here. Dang. Oh, he's gone. He thinks he cut out, but he didn't. But I got to go to Jaden anyway. Jaden, what's up? Last this call of the nice. day.
5: How you doing? How you How doing? doing?
0: Good to see you. Good to see you. It's
5: good to see you too. I'm moving back to the Bay Area in May, so I'm pretty excited right now.
0: Congrats. Um, Where, whereabouts?
5: Uh, San Pablo. Nice. Cool. Yes. Not too I'm far from me. Back to, moving back to this place I was uh, living a couple months ago, just uh, moving in with friends this time. Nice. Nice. Um, but I wanted to talk about what Larry said, Trey getting traded, because I was thinking about this before he even brought it up, and I was thinking about two legitimate places he can go. If he did get traded. I don't really think they will. But if they did, do you? what do you think about Packers? Because Jordan Love, they don't really know what they got in him. And if they brought in Trey, it would kind of be a, a QB controversy, you know, It'd be a competition, uh, see who's better, you know?
0: That's funny to me. Jordan Love and Trey Lance are very similar. Like they, yeah. like the like Jordan Love is their Trey Lance. So I don't. I think I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. if any team were to bring in Trey Lance, it would be a team like the Colts or the, the Falcons. Falcons. Yes, sir. Or uh, yeah, teams that sort of have an opening and they can afford to play him. So. Yeah.
5: Another yeah. team that I was thinking, but Tennessee, this, is, this Washington. is really unlikely, uh, yeah. the Broncos, just because Russell Wilson basically did just as good as Trey did in his four games throughout the whole entire season. So it's like, it would be it would not really make sense, but had Trey underneath Russell Wilson, it would be interesting, but I don't think that would ever happen.
0: Hmm. Yeah,
5: um, I think the Falcons could happen because they got who Desmond Ritter.
0: Ritter, yeah.
5: Yeah, it could so happen. It's like, yeah. Um, it just seems I to know.
0: me like if, if Trey Lance were in this draft, if someone could say, like, you know, Trey Lance, you're no longer on the 49ers. You get to go back in the draft right now. Yeah. Where would he get taken? I mean, he hasn't played football in three years. He's coming off a serious injury. I probably think he'd probably be, like, the fifth quarterback in the in the draft, maybe. Like, maybe uh-huh. he, he'd probably be. You know, a, would he be a second-round pick? Maybe a second-round, maybe a third-round pick, something like
5: that. A third yeah, round due pick, to the injuries man. and stuff, probably yeah. third. But yeah. I, I've just been thinking about, like, don't you think the team and, like, the media in general have just been, like, low-key, like, they – mainly the team just disrespects Trey so much. Like, whenever he first came in, whenever they first dropped him, like, oh, Kyle Shanahan, oh, I'm on the airplane and I, I'm i taking him. Like, and then the, he gets to the team, and he's like, oh, we don't know. We don't know. And, like, he's just super indecisive over who he's going to play. And then he plays Trey Lance and run absolutely runs him into the dirt. It made no sense. Um, and then the media, they just, like, at the same thing with the team at the beginning. They're like, Trey area, oh, he's taking over the Bay Area. And then... Whenever he gets injured, it's like, oh, Brock Purdy, we don't know what we have in Trey. Like, he could be terrible. And it's like, okay, he's had four games, like you were saying earlier in the show. Give the guy more time. I've never. I have a team. theory. I have
0: a theory. The Niners Go have ahead. this culture where the quarterback is supposed to not be that big of a deal. He's just one of the guys. He's not a special player. He's just a cog in the machine, unlike every other team in the league where the quarterback is the king of the freaking franchise. The Niners don't want that. And so. Jimmy Garoppolo was just one of the guys. He wasn't special. You know, when they won, he wouldn't get the credit for it. Everyone else yeah. would get credit. And so Trey comes in, and Trey's supposed to be the savior. Trey's the third pick in the draft. They traded three th- years worth of picks to get him. You know, Trey's got this uh, supposed to have this crazy skill set. And I think a lot of people in the organization kind of like nitpicking him, being like, oh, this guy's supposed to be this super quarterback. He's supposed to save yeah. us. Like, well, actually, he's not ready and he's not as good as Jimmy right now. So yeah. I don't think they like the idea of having to be, you know, carried by a quarterback and saved by a quarterback. They want to be the other team, and so Trey yeah. represents that they can't be that team. That that team failed, and now you have to have you guys all have to. The most important thing is the development of this one player,
6: yeah.
0: And it is, yeah. but they don't want that. They don't want no. that. They don't want and and so that's why they're never ever going to develop that quarterback. They're always going to be, you know, drawn to the guy, the the path of least resistance, the guy who's ready right now which, yeah. you know, doesn't necessarily the guy who's going to win the Super Bowl for you.
5: If, if they would have came in with the Bills mindset when the Bills drafted Josh Allen, because to me, like, Josh Allen came in the, the, into the NFL with poor mechanics, right? Um, Trey Lance had, I wouldn't say a terrible touch, but he had a little bit of bad mechanics. He had also very good flashes with his mechanics sometimes. Um, but, like, all they needed to do was develop like in the same, not the same exact way, obviously, but similar to the way the bills developed Josh Allen because they're similar quarterbacks. Um, like it, it, I don't know. They just mishandled Trey so bad. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're basically their attitude right now is it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. We mishandled
0: Trey, but it doesn't matter. Cause we got Brock. It's like, man, that is, that is such a, you know, uh, yeah. I, What's I also word? have a theory. Empathetic thing to say about a young man that you mm-hmm. totally cast off. Oh well, we got Brock. Sorry, <laughs> Trey. Good luck.
5: I got it. I got a theory. All right, Jay. Well. Do you think? Do you think because Joe Montana and Steve Young are here, like QB is sometimes get a little bit nervous to play it for the Niners? Because well, maybe. In I mean, maybe
0: the it's it may, maybe fans feel you know like maybe the, the quarterbacks get held to a high standard here too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah, possible. Sure. Yep. Yeah. All right, Jaden, man. Right, I'm glad you that back. you're moving back to the bay, man. Good talking to you too. I'll see no, you next sure. time. All right. That's the show. Thanks for calling in, everyone. Um, I don't know what my plans are for tomorrow, but I might do another one of these. We'll see. I like that Larry has uh, made a bold prediction. I think he's wrong, but I'm open to him being right. Um, Just seems to me like whether he's right or not, it's a bad if, if the Niners trade Trey Lance on draft night, I'm going to I'm going to criticize him for it. You don't know what you've had, what you have. He hasn't done anything wrong. You botched the process. You don't know what you have in, in Brock Purdy. You trade Trey Lance and you all you have that you know of, the only known quantity of quarterback you got is Sam Darnold. That's not a good spot to be in. He doesn't even know your offense. Maybe in a couple of years, Sam Darnold will end up being someone you could like the Geno Smith of the 49ers, but not now. You got to keep Trey whatever has happened with him he knows the offense he's smart he's been here three years he hasn't really gotten a chance to show what he can do as a quarterback he's had to do so much running now I bet they won't run him as much because he's coming off a a broken ankle I just also what team is going to trade for Trey Lance coming off this broken ankle before they see him on a field I mean can he even pass a physical right now right now I don't know I don't even know so We'll see what happens. Thanks for watching. Have a great day.